Welcome to Hump Day here on Draft Dudes. I guess technically it's just a guy being a dude here uh, on the Draft Dudes podcast today. Joe Marino's still off, but that's okay. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. We're going to talk about a very sensitive NFL subject today on the show, Dak Prescott. And what the hell the Dallas Cowboys should do. Dak uh, signed his franchise tag tender this week. Uh, So he is on the books in 2020 for a $31 million cap hit for the Dallas Cowboys. It's good. Dak cannot afford to sit out uh, as he continues his quest for the long-term deal that he's quite frankly earned. Uh, So today on the show, I want to talk about Dak, his ups and downs as a player, his development as a player, the economics of signing Dak. And it's been really fun to watch him kind of expand as a football player, right? Uh, Dak Prescott was a fourth-round pick, 135th overall in the 2016 NFL Draft, has made two Pro Bowls uh, as a rookie when he went 13-3, and and then again in 2018. I don't know how Dak didn't make the Pro Bowl last year. It was his best season yet. Uh, Dallas has kind of steadily weaned more onto his plate. Uh, As a rookie, he had less than 460 pass attempts. Uh, It was very much kind of a steady diet of Ezekiel Elliott, and he was more of the game manager type. Fast forward to this year, Dak had almost 600 pass attempts. His pass attempts have gone up every year four consecutive years. He has 40 and 24 as a starter, three winning seasons, 8 and 8 last year, never had a losing season. Uh, and some of the advanced metrics on Dak are pretty impressive. First of all, I threw for not an advanced metric at all. I set myself up for failure here. Uh, 4,900 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions last year. Only sacked 23 times. The lowest figure in his career from both a raw data standpoint and from a sack percentage standpoint. Dak had 600 pass attempts. He was sacked 23 times last year. His adjusted net yards per attempt was 7.84, which is approximately equivalent to what it was his rookie season before a severe regression. So the standouts in this metric are the guys who don't take negative plays and get a lot of yardage per attempt. Prescott finished sixth in the league last year. Some of the names that Dak had a better adjusted net yards per pass attempt than last year. Russell Wilson, he's half a, almost half a yard better. Jimmy Garoppolo, who played in the NFC Championship game. Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz. He was a yard and a half better per pass attempt than Carson Wentz. Interestingly enough, and, and I get Wentz, now, the comparisons with Wentz are going to be inevitable. They play in the NFC East together. They came in in the same NFL draft class. 
that rivalry is inherently always going to be there. And there's, from a financial perspective, Dallas is playing with house money versus Carson Wentz. But we'll get into that in a minute. Dak, as a football player, has become a player who was a placeholder his rookie season in 2016 and just took care of the football, right? He threw four picks that year. And now you fast forward and they added almost 33% into his passing volume and he's still taking care of the football. He's the reason why Dallas's offense was dynamic when it was. Granted, it was hit or miss, and there's some some calls to question for consistency in play calling and you know being too persistent in establishing the run and uh, how much how frequently they use play action. These are all questions that have been asked uh, regarding Dallas. But Dak Prescott's not your problem. The Dallas Cowboys going eight and eight last year. Very little of that had to do with Dak Prescott as far as the reasons why they underachieved. This should have been a team that won 10, 11 games last year. And you go through some of the losses that they had. They lost to the Jets. Defense crapped the bed. Sam Darnold comes back, embarrasses the Jets. Lose by two points. They went on to lose by five points. Excuse me, four points to the New England Patriots. Outgained them. Had one turnover. They lost to the Vikings by four. They lost to the Eagles by eight. Some very winnable games throughout here in this stretch. Lost to the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater 12-10. to 10. That one was about as much blame as you could put on Dak. That football game. But even still, very winnable football game. You kind of go through Dallas' season. They got no good bounces of the ball. Their wins, they won by 18. They won by 10. They won by 25. They won by 27. They won by 19. They won by 8. They won by 23. And they won by 31. They lost one one-score game, two one-score games, three one-score games, four one-score games, five one-score games, six one-score games. Dallas was a team that did not know how to win close. Now, is that Dak's fault? I'm here to tell you no, because you go back through. Dak, in 2016, had five fourth-quarter comebacks when they went 13-3. and three. In 2017, when he had a massive statistical regression across the board in every capacity measure, he still had four game-winning drives. And in 2018, he had five game-winning drives. He had 14 game-winning drives in each of his first in his first three seasons combined. 14. Out of a total of 32 wins. Almost half of them. He had a game-winning drive that he put together for that offense. Dak knows how to win. He did not have a single fourth-quarter comeback or game-winning drive last year. 
And those shortcomings, not on Dak. Were there missed plays, missed opportunities? Sure. There always are. But to place the shortcomings of that Dallas football team last year at Dak Prescott's feet misses the mark as far as I'm concerned. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for all of the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers that you could possibly need. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So let's talk about paying Dak, because that seems to be where the hangup is right now. Dallas has nothing to complain about. This is why if you find a gem at the quarterback position, it's the best advantage in football. The Russell Wilson situation. You get a guy in the middle of the draft, and he ends up being a stud. Because throughout the course of Dak Prescott's four years in the NFL, four seasons, he's been paid less than $5 million in cash. Now, granted, he's got $31.5 million coming this year. But he's made two Pro Bowls. He's got a 40-24 and 24 record as the team's starting quarterback. He has led this team to a lot of success, and he has put the team on his back in a lot of tough situations and come up with team success. 14 game-winning drives in his first three seasons. We should not turn our nose up at the fact that, that Dak has completely evolved his play as a passer. I'm not going to call him Tom Brady, but you remember what Tom Brady was like? If you're young, you probably don't. Tom Brady, when he first took over as quarterback for the New England Patriots, was a game manager who protected the football for a team that ran the ball. Dak Prescott is a team manager when he first took over for the Cowboys who protected the football for a team that ran the ball. Fast forward four years, and Dak is throwing for just short of 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and getting sacked 23 times on 600 pass attempts. That evolution is no small deal, guys. And for him, over the course of that time, he's thrown for 97 touchdown passes, and Dallas has paid him $5 million. As far as I'm concerned, Dak deserves every penny he's asking for especially when you compare him to what Carson Wentz has earned in the same time. Granted, the Eagles went on to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Wentz was magical that year, but got hurt. Nick Foles finished the job. 
Carson Wentz's signing bonus on his rookie deal was worth more than three times the amount of money Dak has been paid in total over the course of his first four seasons. Dallas and their play at quarterback, they're playing with house money. And Prescott, you start looking forward, right? The the highest annual average salary for quarterback in the NFL right now is Russell Wilson, $35 million. His practical guarantees are $107 million over a four-year deal. Ben Roethlisberger, 34. Aaron Rodgers, 33.5. Jared Goff, 33.5. Carson Wentz, 32. This is the going rate for a good starting quarterback, period. No questions asked. We could sit here and hmm and haw and back and forth and talk and, and sweat and stress about money. But unless you're Jerry Jones, it's not your money. At the end of the day, it's not your money. And this is the new normal. You want to sit here and stress about deals. How about Jared Goff? Four years, 134 million, 33 and a half mil. But even the Jared Goff deal, if the Rams decide to pull the plug, they've got two years to wait. They can get out of this deal. They would granted they'd pay him thirty million dollar or thirty million dead cap. After three years, the dead cap three years from now, the dead cap drops to eight point six. That's the risk you run. The Ryan Tannehill contract with the Dolphins. But would you rather not pay Dak now versus the alternative, which is to get cute, string this thing out, create bad blood, and wait until Mahomes signs his deal, and wait until Deshaun Watson signs his deal, and wait until Lamar Jackson signs his deal? If you think the going rate for quarterbacks is tough now, you could sign Dak to an annual average salary of $35.1 million right now and 12 to 16 months from now, that is going to be at least the fourth highest paid quarterback contract, no longer number one. That is the nature of growing salary cap. Now, granted, the COVID pandemic runs the risk of knocking down salary caps and and making for a messy proposition for some of these teams as they look to sign their quarterbacks long-term. But that that should be a one-year deferral of guaranteed monies. That should not be a grand scheme indictment on the annual average salary that those quarterbacks are going to get. That is, I think, the biggest missed component when talking about Dak and his contract is if you wait until the market is set by Mahomes and Watson and Jackson, if you think the dollar amount Dak is asking for now is bad, just wait until those contracts get signed. Because the Russell Wilson deal was signed when Russ was 31 years old. Dak Prescott, on the other hand, is sitting here at 25, 26 years old. He could pl- this entire contract will take him to where 
Russell Wilson was when Russ signed that market-setting contract. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And if you've been listening to Draft Dudes for any amount of time, you know where Joe and I stand on the Built Bar product. So whether you're looking for a meal replacement, something after a workout, or just a snack throughout the day, Built Bar has something for you. These things are light. They're between 110 and 150 calories. They are delicious with dark chocolate natural flavors. They've got as much protein as a standard protein bar, but one-seventh the grams of carbs and sugar. So swing over to BuiltBar.com, and right now, the the website has a flash deal with up to 50% off products across the site. We have been promoting a promo code locked on to save $10 off your first box. You have the opportunity ahead of you now to save even more than that. So swing over to BuiltBar.com. Check out what all the fuss is about for yourself. And if you end up getting a box or two, let us know at the Joe Marino at Grinding Tape. Uh, we always enjoy hearing from those of you who join in on the party with Built Bar. Speaking of the Russell Wilson deal, do you guys know when Russell Wilson signed that contract? Russell Wilson signed that contract on April 16th 2019, so ahead of the draft last spring. You know who else was eligible for a contract extension in April of last year? Dak Prescott. And this feeds into my final point of if you're getting ready to pay players and retain talent and you want to build through the draft, which Dallas has done a very good job of for the most part, Setting the market is almost always a better play, some positions excluded, looking at you, Todd Gurley, that running back contract. I would 10 times out of 10 rather set the market than pay the market. Because if you were to go back and look through the other contracts ahead of the Russell Wilson deal. And even the Jared Goff deal was signed in 2019. And the Carson Wentz deal was signed in 2019. There's this sudden, very sudden acceleration in a very short amount of time that took the highest contract that was paid out ahead of 2018 was Aaron or ahead of 2019 was Aaron Rodgers signed a contract extension in 2018 that was four years, 134 million. Aaron's a little bit of a different animal, right? Because he's more established, just like Ben Roethlisberger. Those two guys, very long in the tooth. Second contracts, looking for guys who got second contracts. How about Jimmy Garoppolo? Granted, Jimmy Garoppolo got his deal at a crazy time in which he had a very small sample size. So Dak could have had much stronger case to stand on than Garoppolo, but Garoppolo got 27 and a half. Matt Stafford signed a deal in 2017 for $27 million. Matt Ryan signed a deal in 2018 for $30 million. You wait a year, all of a sudden that, that price is $5 million more. If they would not have fussed around with the Dak Prescott deal, Dallas, they could have saved themselves significant money because here are the signing dates of the contracts 
that were signed in 2019 as extensions. Russell Wilson, April 19th, four years, $140 million. So right ahead of the draft. Ben Roethlisberger signed a two-year extension worth $68 million on April 24th, 2019. The LA Rams and Jared Goff signed a four-year $134 million contract extension, $33.5 million annual average salary, in September of 2019. Carson Wentz, forever Dak's rival. He himself signed his contract extension with the Philadelphia Eagles, which is average annual average salary of $32 million, was signed in June of 2019. So between April and September, you had Wilson, Roethlisberger, Goff, and Wentz. Those are four of the top six annual average salaries signed. And if they would, if Dallas would have attacked this contract before those were signed, you'd be dealing with Aaron Rodgers, 33 and a half. Kirk Cousins was on a prior deal. Uh, he signed his new year recently. Matt Ryan would be the next one down the pecking order, $30 million annual average salary. So you could have gave Dak close to market setting money said, we'll pay you number two, or even we'll pay you number one. We'll pay you 33.1. And you'd have been in great shape versus now Dak is asking for market dollars. So the longer Dallas strings this out, just bear in mind, the ride's going to get bumpier because Mahomes is coming. Deshaun Watson is coming. Lamar Jackson is probably 12 months out. Dallas, take care of your business and get yourself signed with your quarterback because you've already cost yourself money by stringing this along, and then Dak goes out and throws for 4,900 yards, 30 touchdowns. I will forever be a proponent, especially at the quarterback position, of setting the market. Don't wait for others to set it and then pay their price for their player. Because when you do, this is what happens. Long story short, Dak's evolution as a passer has been an incredible joy to watch from somebody who had him graded as a day three prospect. His growth he showed from his senior year at Mississippi State, which was much better than his junior year, uh, to his rookie season as a game manager, to now being the catalyst of the Cowboys' offense. It's been very impressive, and I don't think we should take that for granted because of some of the narratives around the Cowboys team as a whole with Jason Garrett and the questionable coaching that they've had there. Dallas, lack, for lack of better words, get your shit together and pay Dak.